Welcome back to the Vizient Venture Sprout podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Mullis, and you're listening to the second release of four in Vizient's Member Back Ventures VIP Summit Panel Podcast Series, where we're talking to leading voices in the healthcare, startup, and provider space. This summit series is grounded in providers igniting digital health. In our last episode, we dove into the frenzy and dramatic digital change brought on by COVID. Though the embers of COVID continue to burn, new regulations have also come to the surface, reigniting and empowering the need for convenient, personalized options. This week, we've invited three companies championing consumer autonomy and digital advantage, Be Well Connected Health, ShareMD, and Panda Health. To get us started, we'll look to Kristen Valdez, founder and CEO of Be Well Connected Health. Kristen, digital is exploding in healthcare for a number of reasons, COVID being one of them. How are the rules changing and how do providers need to respond to all of this? So the rules have certainly changed and they've changed for a number of reasons. COVID certainly is an accelerator, but the wheels were in motion long before COVID really hit the U.S. market, the regulatory environment has been pretty much on fire, whether it's HHS or ONC or CMS, putting in place new guidelines for all healthcare companies, quite frankly, that are pushing towards the shoppability or the creation of the shoppable health consumer. And that means that more and different data and new opportunities for programs have been created that didn't exist before. Mostly information blocking and interoperability, which I like to call the sentinel event that changed healthcare forever that no one really saw coming, but also little or known rules like the anti-kickback statute safe harbor rules, where providers now have the ability to offer incentive programs to patients who are aligning to their care plans. So when we think about moving into what consumers are now demanding, which quite frankly is the biggest tidal wave of change in healthcare, which is that digital first experiences and consumerism are critical to what consumers want and need because they want to experience healthcare the way they do every other aspect of their lives. But the reality is that getting to consumerism And to a digital-first environment means that we need to think differently about the core systems and even the business models that we've operated in before. So things like AKS and safe harbors in a digital-first environment mean that we can create loyalty programs, much like airlines and grocery stores and other types of programs have done for years. So from a provider perspective, everything has changed. There are new and different entrants for competitors because of these changes Retail pharmacies, as an example, putting up primary care all over the country, being able to vaccinate and test and create partnerships with labs and digital services are now competing in a space where even some cases providers may have had monopolies before. BWL's perspective is that healthcare is missing a layer of technology in architecture that is required in order to empower consumer journeys and the move to consumerism, and quite frankly, to accelerate value-based care. And that missing technology and architecture is one that looks beyond the four walls of the health system and starts to leverage true streamed 360-degree data for an individual and their families, where we can tap into 
data from all of their providers, their insurance companies, their wearables, sensors, smart homes, labs, pharmacies, their clinics, their telemedicine visits, and even their digital therapeutics. Being able to pull that full picture in into a platform allows us to use advanced AI and data science to create true personalization in healthcare that's been missing previously. But it also creates an architecture that works bi-directionally with the core systems that providers leverage today. There are electronic medical record systems, care management systems, rep cycle management, and helps to automate a lot of processes that, quite frankly, are a bit behind. Thanks, Kristen. It really is an exciting time to be a healthcare consumer. And for the healthcare organizations willing to venture into this busy space, there is a real opportunity to be a pioneer in patient engagement. And if you don't know, Kristen was also our keynote speaker for the Broader Member Back Ventures VIP Summit. Check out her keynote address on the Be Well website, or you can click on the link in the resources section of our show notes page. Let's turn it over to John Bardis, Chairman and CEO of ShareMD, Adrian Lawrence, Chief Technology Officer of ShareMD, both of whom are joined by our SG2 colleague, Megan Robb, who's the Vice President of Product Management. Megan, we'll start with you. How have you and the broader SG2 team observed the changes in digital health options? It's been exciting to watch. From our perspective, it's been a long, slow burn. SG2 has been following things like telemedicine, remote monitoring, hospital at home, gosh, for over a decade. And it's been really great and fulfilling to see these kinds of digital strategies fill such a need during the pandemic, but then really move into their next phase of adoption. And then even more fascinating, it's been really observing the change of rule set around the consumer. And finally, in healthcare, really seeing the impact that digital can have on how patients, consumers really, can truly access healthcare. I think that it's not just the idea of a digital front door. I do think it's more than that. It's potentially a fundamental change in that relationship between a patient and a provider. That's a pretty big role change. It's one where the provider can be more proactive in understanding and meeting the needs of healthcare consumers in their market. And that, in essence, kind of changes the full patient journey. That's a fascinating rule shift to SG2. Our entire sort of concept is to look at healthcare demand prospectively and to forecast that demand over time. And if you're changing the patient journey through digital activation, through digital means, it's just amazing to think about how you can reshape healthcare demand. I would add to that, we're facing a time in healthcare that has never existed before. Two years ago, U.S. healthcare expenditures were $3.7 trillion. Today, this year, they'll be 4.5. And by the end of 2026, they will be approaching 6 trillion. In the history of the world economically, there has been no single service line that has grown $2 trillion in five years. But U.S. healthcare will do that. We have a phrase we use here that we think is beneficial to both consumers and providers, and that's clinical economic velocity. And with that clinical economic velocity, it's our objective to make certain that every person who has a healthcare need has equal digital access to a provider. 
in a way that causes them to be educated, informed, and have access. And we think today that the referral system is oftentimes lopsided in favor of those who have resources or those who know how to navigate the system or have a good doctor. But what we've learned from COVID, that the advancement of telemedicine and its effect on legitimately accelerating patients into the care settings that they need, as well as the sheer economic requirement to manage the balance of dramatically increasing and changing payment requires that using an SG2-oriented system to capture patients in the most efficient location possible for that care can be enhanced with these digital toolkits. That changes the rules in, in that providers really cannot look retrospectively at their markets to be able to respond and respond to consumer need. It has to be a prospective process. They have to look ahead and understand how the needs of their market and the needs of the patients they serve are dynamically changing. And digital is one of those mediums that can adapt and flex to meet those needs. And really marrying that fast-paced shift with a prospective view of change and then a responsive toolkit that adapts to the pace of that change and to the behaviors in the marketplace, including the digitized behaviors of consumers. We really think that that's what's necessary going forward. That tracks completely, Megan. I think all stakeholders in the space are being challenged to find the balance of looking ahead, all while trying to keep a pulse on evolving patient-consumer models, really weathering this shift at high-speed pace. And Adrian, if we might, is there a way to probe ShareMD specifically? How would you say ShareMD is working to alleviate this provider care delivery fragmentation? As it relates to our solution and how we're trying to introduce somewhat of a paradigm shift, one thing we recognized pretty early is that probably too heavy of an emphasis has been placed on the clinical environment as well as individual decision-making as it relates to health behavior. I think it's been proven out convincingly that healthcare consumers' environment, social determinants of health, have much more of an impact on health outcomes than the actual physical care that's received. So when we started, we were attempting to thoroughly understand the healthcare consumer, not just what healthcare consumers were suffering from a particular ailment, but also what messaging would resonate. How do we speak to them as a healthcare consumer based on their physical environment, the context in which they live, as well as the social psychology of that environment and how it impacts their decision-making related to health, as well as their health motivators and their overall mindset towards the healthcare system. So our strategy was twofold. First, there was the geodemographic and psychographic segmentation to understand healthcare consumers broadly based on SDOH variables and their physical environment. And then we wanted to drill into that and identify real healthcare consumers at the one-to-one level and score them for particular ailments. So we could go into a market and understand who is likely suffering from cancer or orthopedic pain, whatever it may be, and then target them with appropriate messaging based on their access to care and their mindset towards the healthcare environment. So what we developed was a platform for that engagement and activation that could effectively identify healthcare consumers by ailment and then could get a variety of messaging out to effectively engage those healthcare consumers and ultimately 
navigate them into the health system much more quickly. One other thing I would add to this, guys, is that we have a giant health equity issue in the United States. And that health equity issue is, in many cases, exacerbated by the access point restrictions that are established through the referral process. If you do not have a physician already who's a primary care physician who can refer you to a specialist, you start at ground zero, which is bewildering. You don't even know where to go. We've actually built direct feedback and loop information that is non-HIPAA risk, that our intention is to provide the provider with clear view understanding of their market by individual. We actually know who the consumer is. We know what their problems are, and we can prepare the health delivery system to enable those consumers to access it at the points of care that are best suited for that consumer's needs. We think that is the perfect insight to establishing workflow to empower the patient to be digitally activated in, into it. That's great, John. And what valuable consumer insights that you and your team at ShareMD have been able to glean from SG2's system of care resources. Rounding out today's discussion is David Harvey, CEO of Panda Health. David, it sounds like you're in agreement with John and others as it relates to leveraging patient autonomy and the new wave of consumer patterns. Why don't you speak to that a little more? Thanks for having us. We're uh, happy to be here today and participating in the summit. I think you're spot on. It certainly has ignited and is exploding in healthcare, the role of digital. And I really think, unlike ever before, more and more patients really aren't constrained by proximity, loyalty, tradition to their kind of previous providers when they're choosing care providers. And that's opening up an entirely new world of competition for incumbent healthcare provider organizations around the country. And from my perspective, it's this wave of consumer empowerment finally reaching the shores of healthcare. And as consumers demand high quality care, that's coupled with convenience and frictionless interactions. It's triggering a competitive battle to initially win and keep primary care relationships into specialty care and really for the control of referral patterns. So there's a kind of a retrospective exercise that needs to take place to make sure I have the right leadership in place that's going to drive change throughout my organization so that I can be sure that my health system is going to exist for the next year, 10 years, 100 years. And then you need partners like a Panda Health. If you've got the leadership in place, you've got the funding in place, you've got the data autonomy in place. The next thing you really need is a plan, just like the fire marshal would always tell you, have a plan. And so healthcare organizations need a digital transformation strategy. And partners like SG2 or Panda or others can help health systems develop a plan for transforming digitally. Thanks for leaving us with that, David. It is always great to take stock of others' advised next steps. And regardless of how and when other health systems decide to engage in the digital market, a plan certainly needs to be their guiding strategy. As we wrap up this week's discussion, we'll once again want to thank our Venture Sprout guests and Summit panelists from BeWell, ShareMD, and Panda Health. 
We'll catch you next time as we continue charging ahead, taking a closer look at how Vizient member organizations can engage thoughtfully and directly in the new technology-driven landscape. Again, I'm your host, Crystal Wallace, and this is the Vizient Venture Sprout Podcast.